0: What is this crap? What is this hidden crap? The vanilla fudge. The vanilla fudge. I'm sorry I'm great, but you could have put a 78 RPM record on
1: here. Where's my controller? The one I need every week. What happened to it? So how do you take this crap off? What, what is this? Compact this. What do I do? How do I take this off? I'll break it. If I push this button here, I'm pushing this button. Is this off? Damn, that hurt. That was so painful. Oh my God, my ears. Yes, I'm gonna play my first 70 RPM record. I'm so sorry I was late. Oh, this will never happen again, ever. Man, I'm still out of breath from running up those stairs to get here in time. That's a few minutes late. I'm really sorry about that. And I'm sorry that the station manager, who was sitting in for me for the first few minutes of the program, had to afflict you with that horrible hippie, hippie noise. What are you, what are you, the, the fudgy vanillas or something, whatever the hell it was. Anyway, then we heard some fat water. That sort of cleared the air from the London suite. We heard parts one and, and two. Uh, part one was Piccadilly. Uh, and from, that's from 1939. And then uh, we heard Chelsea from Fats Waller from his London suite. So this is Courtney T. Edison, the old codger here on WFMU. Now, what's the date? It's April or something or Well, what does that mean? Oh, it means it's tax time. That's right. It's tax time. For you. <laughs> Tough luck. I'll be damned if I'm going to let the feds snoop around my bank account. You know, when it comes to paying taxes, I'm what's known, I'm registered a uh, conscientious objector. I have not paid taxes since 1935, or maybe 36, I forget. And I, and I can't look it up, because uh, <laughs> there's no paper trail. And the feds have never caught on. Screw them, that's what I say. And if they're listening to this program, the Internal Revenue Service? Well, if they are, they're listening because they love the glorious sounds of 78 RPM records. They can't hear them anywhere else on the radio, so the folks at the IRS who love 78s, they have no vested interest in conducting an audit of my books because uh, if I go to jail for tax evasion, they won't have my program to enjoy each week. Plus... I, I have no books. Well, I mean, I mean, I've, I've got books. I've got what the hell? Is did someone leave my phone here? What the hell? What is this thing? What are these little monsters doing to me? They're totally screwing up my radio show. I'm throw. I'm gonna throw that damn thing out the window. That's what I'm gonna do. Anyway, look, I do have books. I don't think there's no books in my home. When I refer to books, I've got Gus Bodenheim's. Pot Boiler Novels, like uh, I Got a Fistful of Chuck. That's one of his. A, I also have his new, a new one, Yes, That's My Rectum, by Gus Bodenheim. Uh, I, I don't I don't have that book in book form. I have uh, the manuscript. Gus sent it over to me for a review to make certain he didn't slander any of my cronies because uh, their characters in the novel under their real names. Now, if you come to my house, my bunker in East Orange, on Springdale Avenue. I do have some other books. I'm trying to think of what some of my favorites. There's A, a History of Jousting in the United States. Great book. Then there's The Art of Fake, Exhibition Poultry. Then a uh, oh, great one, The Encyclopedia of Alcoholism. You should read that. There's another one, How to Domesticate Reindeer. Uh, and, and one of my favorite books, great history book, it's called I Was Hitler's Housekeeper. Oh, and there's another favorite. It's called, the title of the book is, The 250 Times I Saw a Play. It's by Keith Odo Newman. The author does not mention the name of the play, or who wrote it, or where it ran, or when, or who acted in it. But uh, I have other books, too. I have a fascinating bookshelf. So when you stop by, you may peruse it. You can read any of the books that I own on the premises I do not operate a lending library. And the same applies to my 78s, as all my friends know. So where was I? Um, oh, the tax day. Did I make myself clear? I'm kind of skipping around the topics here in this monologue. Someone someone told me I had ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder. I don't even know what attention... And now back to the music.
2: Hey, Walter, we need some cigarettes. Let's go in and get a pack. Okay. Hello, boys. What can I do for you? I have a pack of cigarettes. All right. Here you are. Be three cents more, though. What's, What's that, that for? for? Sales tax. Haven't you ever heard of sales tax? That sure haven't. What's going to happen next, man? You know they got a law here to call sales tax. Sales tax. What is that for? That's three cent tax on everything that's sold. They said that's the government's rule. The government's rule. Well, that's a lots of things sold that the government knows anything about. Well, I'll just sing a little song about these sail tax. <laughs> these time now ain't shooting really me Corn is costing a dollar and three oh, The sale tax is on it They live behind the jail, a sign on the wall said, look up for sale. You know the, the sale taxes tax on it. All the sale taxes tax on <laughs> it. All oh, the, the sale taxes tax tax on it. Everywhere you, you go. <laughs> I never seen the like since I've been born. The women got sale tax on the stuff at home. All, All the sale taxes tax on <laughs> it. The sales tax is on it. Oh, the sales tax is on it. Everywhere you go. You know these sales taxes are pain You used to could buy it for a dollar a round. Now sale taxes on it all over town. Oh, the sale taxes on it. Oh, the sales taxes on it. Oh, the sales taxes tax on it. Everywhere you go. I'm as loving as a woman can be. The stuff I've got, of course, your dollar and three. All the the sales taxes tax on me. it. All the sale taxes on it, all the sale taxes on it, everywhere you go. Now you may take me to be a fool, everything is sold by the government.
3: There's a lot of confusion in the world today, but the most confusing thing of all to me are those income tax forms. I can't make head or tail out of them, so I called up an expert, a certain Mr. Sachs. Mr. Sachs, whose name is Max, knows all the facts about income tax. He came up to my apartment so I could tell him all that I earned, but instead of CPA, I noticed his mind was on play, and it wasn't with my tax returns. Because the first thing he said to me was, Sophie, after looking over your form, I see that you've got a lot of assets. So I politely told him, never mind my assets, they've been frozen for years. Just get on with my tax, because I don't like those rackets. And this is what he said when he looked up my upper brackets. I can juggle any figure, if it's smaller, if it's bigger, and your figure shows that every year it grows. I'll make everything deductible, because my system's indestructible. And the government knows that a headliner throws dinners and parties, buys tickets to shows. We'll take everything off. First, we'll start with your clothes. He said, I'll take a little off here. I'll take a little off there. And here and there, we'll take off quite a lot. The way he carried on with me, I couldn't relax. I said, behave yourself, Max. He said, don't be silly. It's socialized tax. I'll take a little off here, I'll take a little off there, until I've seen every item that you've got. I said, now look, Max, it's been twenty years that I've known you, you're no account accountant, why did I have to phone you? Are you trying to save me money? Are you going to get me double pneumonia? Max, please take care of my income tax. Well, he sat at my house from 4 p.m. until 10, and then at 11, he took out his pen. He said, I'll straighten everything out and we'll both have a drink. I said, you'll straighten nothing out. Your pen has no ink. Because I'm an upright citizen of the good old USA. I've been upright so long, I'm getting to like it that way. Now I'm going to tell you the facts about my federal tax. I'm a gal who wants to pay. And here's another thing, Max. You've been up here for hours, turning my head. First, your pen has no ink. Now you look half dead. Next time you come up, bring a pencil and make sure it's got some lead. Mag, go pick me up with my cat.
4: Thought I just can't keep from crying sometimes. Thought I just can't keep from crying sometimes. And my heart's full of sorrow. I'm crying sometimes. My mother often told me, "Angel bonded to take love away." She said I wouldn't accomplish, but trust in God and pray. I'm on the King's highway. I'm trusting Him every day, but I just can't keep from crying sometimes. Well, I just can't from crying sometimes When my heart fell of sorrow and my heart filled with tears Lord I just can't keep from crying I'm mother she's in glory Thank God I'm on my way Father he's gone too And so that she could not stay I'm trusting them every day To help them I'm away. i put way I just can't keep from crying sometimes Well, I just can't keep from crying sometimes When my heart felt sorrow And my heart still would tear I keep from crying sometimes I your face laugh me, I'd grieve a little while, soon it all would be over, I'd turn around with a smile, but the thoughts as I get older, I think of what I told her, and I just can't keep from crying sometimes, well I just can't keep from crying sometimes, when my heart. Ah uh-huh.
5: Is the best vaccinator in town. He has it for many miles around. He doesn't prove it. He vaccinated Sister Hannah last Sunday morning. When her husband came home, she had packed and gone. I'll found the doctor is the best vaccinator in town. Now I'll I'll find find the doctor is the best vaccinator in town. What kind of man is that? Don't vaccinate me on my own. I wash an eye and said, Miss Brown. <laughs> Where well, can I vaccinate you? Said the doctor with a frown. She said, well, doctor, tell them I sit down. Our family yes, doctor lives the best vaccinator in town. Our family doctor lives the best vaccinator in town. Yes, dog. He's a vaccinator. Yes, he's a vaccinating hound. When he sticks his needle into your skin, you can tell the world is too bad, Jim. Our family doctor is the best vaccinator in, in town. Now, our family doctor is the best vaccinator in town. Tell the truth. Don't no, none of you, sister, turn our good doctor down. He vaccinated Sister Lou and Sister So and so. Every time they seen him, they wanted some more. Alabama Doctor is the best
6: vaccinator
5: in, in town Alabama Doctor is the best vaccinator in town yes. He's so easy, he never makes a sound No, no he don't He takes his big needle, put it in his hand He knows how much each sister can stand Alabama Doctor is the back best vaccinator in town our family donkey is the best vaccinator in town. It looks like all the women just run him down. Sure enough. He told Sister Jiggin and Sister Mary Brown, If you miss this vaccinating, ain't a nothing to be found. Our family donkey is the best vaccinator in town. Now our family donkey is the best vaccinator in town. Don't laugh at him, because he ain't no clown. If you don't think his saxonin is tight, just call around his office most any night. Our family doctor is the, the best vaccinator in town.
1: Well, that was uh Pygmy Pete and Cat Juice Charlie. That actually is Wesley Wilson and Harry McDaniels. And that was our family doctor. But before that was Blind Willie Johnson, and the woman singing with him was Willie B. Harris. And they sang, Lord, I just can't keep from crying. Uh, Sophie Tucker with Max from the income tax. And Mississippi Sheiks did, uh, the Mississippi Sheiks. I know, I didn't pronounce that right, because did the dentures. Mississippi Sheiks sang Sayers Tax. So look, you heard that phone ringing before? <laughs> I flushed it down the toilet. (laughs) I don't know who left it here. I don't know. There's no name on it. So no one's going to miss it. Okay? Anyway, so back to the show. This is the old codger, Courtney, on WFMU every Tuesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock. Now, as you know, this is April, but uh, March was, uh, was Bodenheim History Month. And it's over. Now, our old codger, staff, legal analyst... His name is Hector Firebottle, um, Esquire. It's Esquire with an asterisk, but he won't explain why. Anyway, Hector uh, has advised us that there's pending legislation in Washington, D.C. to permanently, permanently abolish Bodenheim History Month, to make it a federal crime to observe Bodenheim History Month. Well, we'd like to know which emanative Penumbra, in the United States Constitution, authorizes that sort of fascistic ledger domain. Wait, let me translate that for those of you with a college education. What I I just said, what it means is, this is our face. Get out of it! So, is there a way to stop Gus Bodenheim from celebrating his family's illustrious and, in some ways, ignominious uh, history? Well, let me put it this way. No! (laughs) Well, so listen. I'll tell you what Gus did. Instead of observing Bodenheim History Month, Gus, Gus he's sort of the family historian by default because no one else cares. Anyway, Gus is extending Bodenheim History Month to 365 days. So now, every month, is Bodenheim History Month. Take that, congressional busybodies. But anyway, while Gus is busy composing future chronicles about his storied ancestors, we still have beers here to pay at the Old Kaiser Radio Show. So, so that means, you know what that means? That means commercials. That's right. We're the only show on WFMU that airs commercials. And we're proud of it because it pays the beers and it lines our pockets as well. So anyway, um, here is a new product offering from the fine, and in some ways ignominious, folks at uh, Del Barton. Del Barton, who have been disproving the adage that the customer is always right since 1963.
7: Gus Bodenheim here for Del Barton Farms, where we know times are tight and you need to make every dollar count. Problem is, when your pampered, overindulged family gets hungry, They don't want to hear your whining and excuses, they want lunch. Why not let them stuff their faces with Del Barton Farms head cheese? Like most things in this life, the name is a lie. Well, perhaps a half-truth. Unlike the brazen double falsity of, say, grape nuts. Because every serving of Del Barton head cheese contains ample samples of rich, delicious head without a trace of cheese or dairy of any kind. Lactose intolerant? Well, your bigotry is your business, but fear not. This stuff won't give you the trots. Vegans, on the other hand, must content themselves with staring and sneering, as usual. You see, every slab of Del Barton Farms head cheese is an EIEIO coalition of ungulate meat parts, a peaceable kingdom of upper critter hackings distributed randomly and suspended in gleaming gelatine pig-hoof-gup sourced from grass-fed swine. This jiggly affront to the senses will get presentation reaction aplenty from the most finicky Chopped Watcher, and served cold like revenge will spare you the drudgery of waiting by the microwave. Del Barton Farm's head cheese is scrupulously picked through to remove most bone parts, coarse hairs, and gristle, leaving only tender chunks of tongue, snout, and heart, for the most part, a surprise in every forkful. Here, sweetheart, why don't you try some? Ah, uh, okay. What do you think?
8: It's awful.
7: Well, yes, if you spell it O-double-F-A-L. You see, awful is the least appreciated oh, no, no, of no.
8: the- awful, terrible. Can I go? <laughs>
7: well, whatever. Perhaps you'll have better luck with Del Barton Farms Head Cheese. I am Gus Bodenheim.
0: had my wife long enough, you rascal, you. You done had my wife long enough, you rascal, you. You done had my wife long enough. Now, ain't you tired of that old stuff? I'll be glad when you date, you rascal, you. I wonder, what have you got, you rascal, you? I wonder, what have you got, you rascal, you? I wonder, what have you got that makes my wife think you so hot? I'll be glad when you're you rascal, you. I'm gonna hang you on a tree, you rascal, you. I'm gonna hang you on a tree, you rascal, you. I'm gonna hang you on a tree, cause that ain't no way to treat for me. I'll be glad when you date, you rascal, you. I'm gonna cut your arms off too, you rascal you. I'm gonna cut your arms off too, you rascal you. I'm gonna cut your arms off too, and something else that's attached to you. I'll be glad when you date, you rascal you. You gave my wife a diamond ring, you rascal you. You gave my wife a diamond ring, you rascal you. You gave my wife
1: a diamond
0: ring, so you could shake that thing. I'll be glad when you date, you rascal you.
1: Well, it's amazing, even though I was late tonight and we heard some hippie noise in the first five minutes of the show, we're still packing a lot of great music into this hour, and I got a lot more. Okay, so that was Lovin', Sam, Third, and You Rascal you was number two. Uh, He did a couple of them. Now, uh, Jones-Smith Incorporated, it was actually uh, Count Basie, uh, Lester Young, Joe Jones, Walter Page, and I forget, it was a quintet. I forget who else was in there. But they did Lady Be Good, the Gershwin tune. Uh, Nuages was by uh, Django Reinhardt, the great Django Reinhardt, the guitarist. And, uh, and Gus. We had Gus in there. So this is Courtney the catcher on WFMU every Tuesday. With 78 RPM records, just for an hour. And uh, anyway, so look. You know, I have problems with the 78s. One of my Victrollers at home uh, has... Uh, it, it's been a it's been a chronic problem for me, a real headache. Uh, it sometimes spins. Uh, you're not going to believe this. It sometimes spins at seventy-two and a half RPM, and other other times it spins at eighty-three and a quarter RPM. I can measure these things; finely calibrated, but uh, but it will not maintain the perfect speed, the perfect speed, the heavenly speed, the celestial speed, the only speed, seventy-eight RPM. Well, no matter what I did, I replaced parts. I lubricated the damn thing. I invited uh, the magician Baba Yaga Bodenheim to cast a spell of redemption over it, as she also attempted to lift any curses on the confounded machine. But nothing worked. So I did what I have been advised countless times by my buddy Red Butler... When you have a recalcitrant piece of equipment, there's one tool that always does the job. You wield the, uh, the, the careful, skilled arc of a sledgehammer. <laughs> After that, the device will never cause you any grief. It will never malfunction again. It's conclusive, it's final. Oh, and it's cathartic. Oh, yeah, if nothing else. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a relief, is what it is. That's always been my go-to solution to problem solving and alleviating the frustration of stubborn technology. Yeah, that's what I do when my toys don't work. I always want my toys to work, and you should always want your toys to work as well. So take care of your toys. And if you don't work, no matter what you do, there's always the sledgehammer option. Yes. Well, we're going to go back to the music here on the Old Codger radio show here till 8 o'clock, and the show is followed by Maury's Coney Island.
6: i not.
8: like it's cold Some take it any it. The way it's sold I'm talking about barbecue Only thing I crave And that good doing me Is going to take me To my grave Some people want it Some people don't They have to buy my barbecue They just will Don't, don't, don't Talking about barbecue, only thing I sell. And if you want my meat, you got to come to my house at twelve. Some people want to know the regular price. Fifty-five cents, you can get some twice. And I'm talking about my barbecue. Only thing I sell. And you can get my meat in a night at twelve.
2: Come on, get set for the party tomorrow night at the Swing Cats Hall. Come on, let them send your body at the Swing Cats Ball. No time to lose, please don't be tardy tomorrow night at the Swing Cats Hall. Get in the groove with everybody at the Swing Cats Ball. Some will shag while others drag. Some will bump while others jump. Park Avenue will do their swinging tomorrow night at the Swing Cats Hall. You can't refuse to join in swinging at the Swing Cats Ball.
7: But I don't see why I should be expected to Gus. Right. Gus Bodenheim here, and today I'm speaking to the ladies. I know you enjoy learning about little tips and tricks to liven up the daily drear, indulge your latent creative fancies, and yes, stretch your daily allowance. Have no fear, Gus Bodenheim is here. How often do you find yourself wondering, did I or did I not take my various tablets and capsules today? You don't want the consequences of skipping a day, nor do you want to double up and risk the agony and possible fatality associated with overdose. Sure, you can buy one of those pill organizers they sell at the drugstore, but those can be surprisingly costly. And where's the fun in apportioning your daily medicines and supplements to the drab chambers of a charmless store-bought plastic container? Never fear, oh, must I, Yeah. yeah, very well. Never fear, Gus is here. Let's make a drugs caddy. Now, if you're like me, you collect and keep various bits and bobs that might come in handy someday. Things like these little cinch clip things from bread bags. Someday they'll be good for something, I'm told. Whatever. Well, today I'm using this collection of tops. Aerosol deodorant can tops, whipped cream caps, and the like. These will be our medicine cups. Holding each day's allotment of antidepressants, antibiotics, anti inflammatories, sleep aids, stimulants, vitamins, narcotics, and mystery tablets. Now, I like to use a paint stirrer for our base. These can be had gratis at your local hardware supply store. If you need many stirrers to create a stacked morning, noon, and night drug caddy, your best bet is hitting multiple hardware outlets to avoid testy salesmen. For this simple seven day caddy, I like to affix my caps to the stirrer using Mod Podge. This stuff is a crafter's dream and comes in flat, glossy, and glow-in-the-dark varieties as you prefer. Simply adhere your caps to the paint stirrer, marking each one with Mon, Choose, Wed, et al. to indicate the day. I like to use a Sharpie marker. Some of you might prefer to clip the name of each day from your daily newspaper and mod-podge that to each appropriate cup for a more professional effect. In any event, you may want to complete your personalized drugs caddy by mod-podging glitter, colored aquarium sand, shaved felt, anything you like, all over the damn thing, and voila, there it is. Just look at that, won't you? Hmm. Whimsical, personal, and a compliment to any home. Thanking you for sharing with me this Ill-advised experiment in programming. I am Gus Bodenheim.
1: It's to say that's going to wrap up the program. I'm going to go home and get plushed to the scuppers. You should do that, too. So that was Dodo Marmorosa on the piano with bopmatism. Uh, thanks again to Gus. Another commercial. pays the beers. Louis Jordan and his chimney five with At the Swing Catch Bar. We heard Lucille Bogan. One of the, it's just one of the two recordings of Lucille Bogan you can play on the radio these days. The other ones, oh, they're so hot. They're just, oh boy, oh boy. Lucille, oh yeah. She was a honey. She loved her meat. And she was singing about it there in Barbecue Besh. And we heard Zuzu bowling with Why Don't You Eat Where You Slept Last Night. Yeah. So, this is Courtney, the old codger. are on WFMU. I'll be back next week from 7 8 o'clock. With the 78 RPM records, just remember, don't ever call me a cheap cynic. My cynicism is not cheap. Anyway, this is uh, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County, 91.9 FM, and online at WFMU.org. Your kind show is made possible by funding.